Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Gabby Ree Show, where everything is an experiment. Hi, everyone. So I'm really fortunate to work with some incredibly talented people on this podcast. And sometimes they just ask me to talk about things I'm seeing or what's exciting me and just kind of trying to understand, you know, what's out there or what what has been interesting to me, just maybe three or four things situations, studies, things like that. So I, you know, I live part-time in California. And so I've been hearing a lot about this drug that's been around for a while called Ozempic. Forgive me, I don't know the kind of official medical name, but it's a weight loss drug, uh, appetite suppressant, and kind of helps with glycemic control. But I think those things usually go part and parcel. Uh, Generally people, if you're losing weight, you're becoming most likely more insulin sensitive. And I first heard about it, and I will direct you to his show, The Drive. If you have never listened to Dr. Peter Atia, which I'm thinking you probably have, I encourage you. You know, he's one of those people you listen to and you just wish you were, you were that smart. But he has a show, I believe it was 184, that he really breaks it down about Ozempic. And he said, hey, you know, it, it shows up as not really having too many downsides. It works. But he did say... One of the things that was something that people had to be careful is that in a way you could be fatter as you lose weight, which would mean basically that you're losing muscle mass. It is effective. Overall, it seems very safe. But he talked about that you have to keep your same protein, your protein requirements don't change and that you have to train the same. So if you've been looking or you're curious about Ozempic, I would encourage you to really get informed and, you know, to do it as correctly and safely as you possibly can. And Dr. Atia is certainly, you know, just highly qualified. And again, the show is, his podcast is called The Drive, and the show about this topic was 184. Like all of you, I sit at my desk a lot. And so when I saw this from my friend, Dr. Andrew Huberman, I love Huberman. He's doing, you know, such incredible work on public education. He was talking about a study from the University of Houston about uh, micro-exercising. And forgive me if I botch this. It's called a potent psychological method to magnify and sustain soleus oxidative metabolism, which improves glucose in terms of blood sugar utilization and metabolism and lipid regulation. Yeah, I know, what does that mean? But basically, by using very small micro exercises, like there was one, for example, the reason I brought up sitting at your desk is if you could sort of pump your heels up and down, like you're going up on the balls of your feet, so you're sitting at your chair. I mean, obviously, I hope you have a standing desk. I don't. And just kind of pumping that over a sustained period of time, that it had so many dramatic positive changes. And this is only using 1% of your musculature, right? So very little and sort of getting a ton. So I just 
can point you in that direction because they were asking me like, Hey, have you heard anything that you thought was interesting or that you liked? And certainly Huberman always has some of the most fun things, but this one made, you know, some of it, it's like, Oh, it's almost over my head, but this was amazing. Cause I'm like, Hey, listen, we're all sitting at our desk. So if you just pump your feet, but if you want to see the study, you can find it through Dr. Huberman. And the study came though, originally from the university of Houston. I'll get a little more female centric. Since I have talked to Dr. Stacy Sims, I have just really appreciated and Dr. Gabrielle Lyon kind of being reminded, uh, I love men, half the best people I know are men, but that a lot of the studies we see are done on men. It's just as simple as that. So here's one that is not done on men, which is pregnancy. So what it was is that there's sometimes information out there suggesting that lifting weights can be, you can hurt your joints uh, because the relaxant, it's too relaxed. But really, there was a 12-week study that people didn't get injured, their blood pressure didn't raise, it improved their postural stability and their delivery, uh, strength for delivery. Because imagine as you sort of gain weight, you want to be more stable because you, your shape changes, obviously, and you want to be stronger and have that balance control. So they they have done studies. Now, listen, are you going to do max, max reps and you know max weight and all this stuff? No, you're not. But to... To shy away from resistance training while you're pregnant, obviously you want to check with your doctor and, and be safe, but I would encourage you to look into this deeper, and Dr. Sims has a lot of information on that. And the other thing that she talks about that I really appreciate, and she was sort of the first person really that I heard that, hey, maybe fasting, especially for a high-performance female, which means you're training, you're you know training hard, that she actually performs better in a fed state. And um, there's even discussions about, you know, how many elite athletes have what's called LEA, which is low energy availability. And, you know, ballerinas have it almost the worst because, you know, they're holding, you know, creating that beautiful line and probably on such a, a caloric restrictive diet, but that it's, it's not great for you. It's not great for your hormones, for your body, bone density, things like that. But she, she was discussing a study where people, women were taking 90 grams of protein before resistance training and how they end up performing so much better because, and I love this, you know, in a fed state, because we've got about women have about 90 minutes to kind of adapt and get that recovery going after training where men have one to 18 hours. So they have a lot more lead time to, you know, have things and take food to help recover. We don't, we've got an hour and a half where the men's window can be anywhere from one to 18 hours. I would imagine it's dependent on the type of exercise, the individual and such. So again, I, I use men to be inspired by, but I'm constantly reminded that, listen, my physiology is just different. And so with fasting and such, just get more informed and find out. Now I've said this a lot. If you're using fasting to pull it, pull in the reins because you've gotten a little loosey goosey, maybe the holidays, things like that. Fine. But just as, as a kind of regular practice, we're different about how we're going to be benefiting from fasting and 
and getting the the right nutrition in right uh, you know before and after we train um and then finally you know just normal things about breathing with your mouth closed and i kept all of these very simple because i think anything that we can do it's usually just more achievable if it's simple and and you hear about myotape which is a great thing to help you when you're sleeping but simply about never mind your health how about we do it this way you'll look more handsome or pretty if you keep your mouth closed when you breathe there's a book called jaws you know we've seen patrick mccune's books we've seen james nestor there's a lot of science explaining why unless you're sprinting on the track when we're sleeping and everywhere else if we can keep our mouths closed when we're breathing not only does it benefit our health our muscles we absorb the oxygen in our system it keeps us down regulated but also if you're sleeping with your mouth open your teeth oxidize and your jaw doesn't stay in the shape the beautiful strong shape so i just wanted to bring that one up as a reminder because it's free and you can do it everywhere and it's it's just one of the essence of life i will keep my eyes open for things that really excite me but i i will redirect you though to dr palmer's podcast because you know for me a lot of people are always talking about hey i have anxiety and i feel um depressed and all these things and i think it's only becoming more common with technology and people feeling isolated so it's not a study it's a series of studies that he shares in uh, dr christopher palmer his book is called brain energy and he really talks about using lifestyle to support the metabolic health of your mental health of your brain and so whether it's it is these low grade depressions anxiety PTSD things like that even to much more serious cases. So if you have some time or concern about that, I would say that he seems to really be on the cutting edge where it's not hey we're going to just throw a bunch of pills at it, but let's talk about using our lifestyle to support ourselves and increase that. Because one thing I I I really think about a lot or my baseline is for me personally, I never think I'm supposed to be happy. So when I'm feeling you know grumpy or frustrated or concerned i never i don't ever think it's weird i usually think that that's mostly probably how we 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 come and then it's like okay how do we work our way out of it and i think for a lot of people they go oh what's wrong with me i feel sad i feel this and and i'm not saying there's there's something really different by real anxiety and real depression from people going i feel anxious and i feel depressed that i recognize those are different but my point is is that um dr palmer really shares the tools that we can use to support ourselves because it's hard to feel good and if you ask me like hey why do you eat and train so diligently it's really to survive that because i think i would be you know so in in my internal world and borderline grumpy most of the time and secretly kind of more concerned or worried about the future than if i train and i eat well and i get a good night's sleep i just get that extra few inches so those are the things that have come across my plate that i found really interesting some of them helpful 
could be pumping your calves and your, your feet up and down. You could be breathing with your mouth closed. Um, if you happen to be pregnant, just keep moving that body. And if it's safe and you've checked with your doctor, and just remember that when we eat food and we move our bodies, those, you know, and foods that are supportive, these are activities to help us find that maybe occasional homeostasis and peace. Because I, I don't think we're born with it and we're not hardwired for it. And somehow our world is telling us all the time, what's wrong with you if you're not happy? I think that's our starting point. So anyway, I send my best and definitely check out Dr. Atia and Andrew Huberman. They're both so badass. And Dr. Sims, she's amazing. And I send you all my best. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you want to learn more, there is a ton of valuable information on my website. Head to the link in the show notes and click gabbyreese.com to find a full breakdown with helpful links to studies, research, books, products, and more. Stay tuned for a bonus episode coming this Thursday where I go deeper on one of the topics that really resonated with me. If you have any questions for my guests or even myself, please send them to at Gabby Reese on Instagram. If you feel inspired, please hit the follow button, leave a rating and a comment. It not only helps me, it really helps the show grow and reach new listeners.